It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So now Posey reaches away and Ballinger throws it so high. There are some intangibles that those projections failed to take into consideration. The crowd was going crazy. There's not much in life that's better than that. You're listening to Garlic Fries and Baseball Guys with Mark Willard and Joe Shasky on the 95.7 The Game Podcast Network. All right, here it is, episode four of Garlic Fries and Baseball Guys with Joe Shasky, Mark Willard. Let me remind you right out the gate uh, to rate, review, subscribe, check us out. Twice a week, you'll be getting an episode of Garlic Fries and Baseball Guys. A little bit of a tough week, my man, for the Giants Homestand ends up going two and three and uh, kind of a surprising, I guess, struggle against the Washington Nationals. Not a good team. They get their revenge from last week, uh, but I guess almost in a way understandable. I mean, what the team went through this week with uh, with all the COVID positives, adding the injuries. I mean, we, we were getting it. We were getting to know new players that were <laughs> traded in and called up on a daily basis throughout the weekend. Yeah, I mean, there's no doubt about that. Uh, Mark, I, I just look at what ended up happening this weekend. I mean, the Nats just whacked the ball all around the park. I mean, they even touched up Logan Webb a little bit on okay. Saturday, which was the lone game that the Giants won. And so I think for me, the big thing was today, and I know it's his first time back off the, the injured list, but like Alex Cobb not looking good, can't even get out of that first inning. It just... It felt like he was struggling and a couple of hard hit balls, a couple of unfortunate kind of balls that that land in no man's land and he gets yanked early and it's like, ah, oh, this is the last thing that this team needs right now. So I, I'm, I'm a little worried about where they're at, but I do feel like this is just a tough stretch that's kind of out of their control given how many guys weren't available. Well, I, I, yeah, it's it's crazy. So, I mean, A, it gets hard to sort of judge them when they're going through something yes, uh, like they are. Um, that's part of it. The other side to it is uh, take a step back and just look at the month of April as a whole. And uh, you know that, uh, you know, I'm not a not a huge stat guy, but sometimes there are those that just reach out and grab you and check this out. April of 2022 comes to an end and it is their eighth straight month of playing 600 baseball wow. or better. April 22 was 667. They went 14 and seven, and that is their eighth straight month. Uh, by the way, I'm throwing October in there where they went two and one, but their eighth straight month of uh, of playing baseball at a 600 clip or better. Their very worst month was July of last mm. year where they played 600 ball. 
the consistency when they go through things like what we just described, uh, whether it's injuries, COVID stuff, the mm -hmm. consistency has been unbelievable. No, it has. And again, because of a Farhan team, a Kapler team, you have some kind of random guys at the top of the statistics leaders at the end of the month. I mean, if you had Tyro Estrada leading this team in RBIs, raise your hand, because yeah. I certainly didn't, you know, and, and if you had Wilmer Flores leading the team in batting average after a month, raise your hand. Not, I, I, I didn't have that because he's the one who qualifies for at-bats. Jock hasn't had an opportunity to do such. So, look, all in all, you take a deep breath and you realize, hey, we got the Dodgers here coming up. We're in a pretty good spot right now because actually a lot of things have gone wrong. And then you look up and, and they still got one of the best records in the National League. Let me ask you this, though. Um, here, here's something that, that is weird because you look at their record, 14 and 8. Uh, that's right where they were after 22 mm -hmm. games last year. So all systems go there. But you mentioned a couple names that are leading this, that, the other statistically. <laughs> G give me the guy, the list of guys <laughs> who you're like, okay, that guy looks great. That guy's playing really, really great over the first 22 games. Give me the list because it's not very long. It starts with Carlos Rodon. Uh, Rodon. I think I'd, I'd throw Tyler Rogers in there for the most part. Um, and maybe Alvarez and Garcia. I mean, we're talking some of the bullpen arms. I, I think Logan Webb, although he's very hard on himself, I think he's been pretty good over the first month of the season. I would file him under really good. Dare I say Wilmer Flores having kind of a, another good start to the year? I don't even know if that categorizes it, but like that's kind of you know indicative of where they're at right now. Mark, it's it's not a lot of guys. No, it, it's not. I mean, we 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 guess uh, I guess can throw in Jock Peterson. Good call. Even good though, call. yeah, right. I mean, it feels. I mean, of course we can, but it feels a little bit muted because uh, now he's suddenly injured, and and I know that you know when they were making their rally. In, uh, in game three of this series, um, Jock Peterson grabbed a bat mm -hmm. over there in the dugout, and it looked like, oh, wait a minute, you know, is this team going to throw him out there, Kurt Gibson style, see if he can put one in the bay and tie this game after being down 8 nothing. Tying run came to the plate at one point, but the, uh, the right moment never came up. Mike Ford comes up, rips one to left. We're like, mm -hmm. who's Mike Ford? Just acquired him the day before. Um, so, you know, that – I took from that, even though Jock never made it in there, I took from that, that's good. They're not terribly worried about him from a health standpoint, and he can be ready to go here sometime very, very soon. So he's on that list as well. But it's a, it's classically the, the thing about the Giants we've talked so much about the last couple of years, um, which, you know, to borrow the phrase from the Warriors, I guess it's kind of like strength in numbers. Mm -hmm. Like their output in the standings, is just always going to be better than their output on the stat sheet. Yes. You know, no, like they're just, these guys are not going to jump off the page. You there, you don't want them on your fantasy team, um, but collectively they're in the right spot at the right time. Most of the time. I mean, we're talking incremental gains here, Mark incremental gains, but like, a better weekend for Darren Ruff. A better weekend yes. for Joey Bart. Like, I'm looking for incremental gains at this point. Luis Gonzalez makes a couple plays in the field, makes a couple of really nice at-bats in clutch situations. Like, that's kind of where I'm at with this team. Here's the guy I'm I'm just a little I'm a little worried about this week. It was last week was Darren Ruff. Right now it's Brandon Crawford. 
You know, the bat has been dipping. It looks a little slow. He looks like he needs a day off already. It'll, I think this Monday off for him will be very good as he gets recharged. It's just the last seven games has not been good for him. And I just want to see him bust out. But I think that's more a byproduct of little protection in the lineup and him being miscast as a middle-of-the-order guy when that's just not what he is. Well, I mean, I watching, uh, watching Crawford hit over the weekend, and they're starting to do to him the same thing. Uh, that they've done to Yaz over the last couple of years, which that catcher is just putting that glove right there at the top of the strike zone and saying, if you can pepper fastballs mm. right here, this guy's not going to be able to get on top of it. Brandon last year was able to. He was yeah. able to get on top of it a number of times um, and and obviously was swinging a hot bat for the majority of the year. But um, right now, it, th- there's a few guys that, that that fit that category. They have a little bit of a hole. And, uh, and, and, you know, those, these are big league pitchers, even yeah. on the nationals, they're going to find those holes if, uh, if, if that's what you're offering. And so that's a fair call out by you. Uh, if, if you will, as far as, uh, guys that right now just don't, they don't look that imposing yeah. when they're at the plate. Same with rough. It's just, it's not that when you're watching them hit, it just doesn't feel mm-hmm. the same way. Big situations last year. He's at the plate and you're thinking something good's about to happen. And it just doesn't feel that way really for almost any of the hitters uh, so far this year, especially with belt who has at times felt that way, but now with him on the COVID list as well. Don't you, I hold out hope that Crawford can go on one of his one month hot streaks. He's shown that over the last couple of years where he will go 320, 340 for an entire month. Like he's done that. That's that's, that's not the unicorn outlier. He's done that a couple of times. So I'm holding out hope that he can have one of his two, three week hot stretches where he's just dialed in. Boy, they could use it right now. I mean, this team needs a shot in the arm. Well, they do. And by the way, like the manager of the year last year, you, you win that award, not even by being the best team. You win that award by being X amount better than what we thought you were going to be. That's how you win coach or manager of the mm-hmm. year in professional sports. It's not about being the best. It's about being way better than we thought you were going to be. Well, now, and we talked about this, this team comes in with a brand new set of expectations, and that goes for Gabe Kapler as well. You, you know, you now have that feeling when you walk on the field, you're the smartest guy in the ballpark. And, uh, and man, they need it now. Like yeah. wh- whatever it is that Gabe Kapler and his staff do and what they do well, uh, they need to really turn that all the way up right now. And maybe it's not fair. Again, uh, Jason Krizan and, and uh, Mike Ford. And I mean, they're just <laughs> grabbing people from wherever they can and hucking them into the lineup right away. So it's not fair. But last year's characteristic was no matter who's hurt, this team's play did not fall off well they're getting a chance to to uh to prove that again right away this year the guy that i'm looking to come back like right away and and be hot early and it's so unfair can evan longoria get into this lineup and give this team a little right-handed pop i mean just a little i mean can you just walk into one i mean that that would be so desperately you know he took ground balls today a lot of optimism about his return eventually maybe i'm a little premature with that but my goodness they could use him well not only that but there is someone uh that i think legitimately we can be excited about because what we've watched with the 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 COVID issues um i mean this team has been facing this total run of right-handed pitching and what do they not have right now they have like none of their left-handed hitters no, they're all hurt or jock, on the COVID jock, list right jock goes down 
and 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 belt goes down. They haven't had Listella the whole mm-hmm. time. And who's been crushing it in the rehab stint? And that's Lamont Wade. He went down to Sacramento, mm-hmm. up to Sacramento, I should say, but he was down because I think they were playing in Albuquerque or somewhere down south. And uh, first two at-bats, it went double and home run. And so I think you have to feel really good, and we'll get to the roster crunch here uh, in just a little bit, but I do think you have to feel really good that someone who came in, surprised the heck out of us last year, won the Willie Mack Award, and then got hurt right before they were about to break spring training, uh, maybe he actually can really come in, hit the ground running, and give the Giants the left-handed pop that they absolutely desperately need right now. Yeah, he's another guy that just elongates the lineup and and sees a lot of pitches and isn't afraid to swing with two strikes. So they need him. I mean, and they need a guy who's clutch with runners in scoring position. I mean, that's another thing. One big area, you're talking about the staff, they've just got to get better. If there's one major flaw for me, and I know this is nitpicking here, if there's one major flaw for the staff of Kapler, the base running. The base running has been horrific, whether it's self-awareness of, of knowing how quick a player is for himself or whether that's the third base coach waving somebody home like a Little League game and getting thrown out by 50 feet. Uh, it, it is a little maddening when you only have so many opportunities. I get wanting to be aggressive. Believe me, I understand it. This team just does not have the athletes to go second to home, first to third, nine times out of ten. They just can't do it. And uh, too many times I see them run into to silly base uh, running mistakes and outs on the base pass. They can ill afford to do that right now. Well, and I mean, Dubon is the one who's worn that now for a couple of years yeah. with his base running issues. It's always been a team uh, that, that I, no, I shouldn't say always, but I mean, this particular group for, for a while now is a little short on athleticism. We get yes. that. It's one of the oldest teams in baseball. I think through time, you know, you get someone like Wade back. Does Ramos have more trips up to the Bay this year? You're going to get a little bit more. Yaz is a pretty athletic guy. You'll get more athletic as they go, but your point is well taken. My biggest concern right now is still in that starting rotation, which felt so good. It's just too, it's too A, banged up right now. And then B, uh, just you get a, you get a rough start by Alex Wood, a wobbly, even though victory start by Logan Webb, Alex Cobb's return does not look like you want it to. You still have no idea what's going on with these Sclafani. The reinforcements, Matthew Boyd, Carlos Martinez are not ready you quickly fall into, I mean, yeah, Rodon looks great, but what else can you count on? The yeah. only good thing that comes out of Cobb throwing on Sunday is that at least he took the start, which therefore <laughs> that allows Rodon to go in game one of the Dodgers series. Uh, that's not saying a whole lot, but at least, you know, he went yeah, out there right. through. At least, I mean, at least he was able to make it off the IL to make the start because it holds Rodon for Tuesday night in Los Angeles. I mean, you're already starting to see Farhan be very active on, on just the everyday roster. I just, I got to believe that they're going to turn over some of their last cards, whether it be a guy that you referenced before the show started, Tyler Beatty, whether it be one of these other Junis, maybe gets a spot start or a couple of innings early on. Maybe Brebia, maybe Brebia starts a game for two innings. I don't know. They, they're going to have to band-aid this bad boy. But why not make make a move for somebody right now? Like I think that that is something that they might have to explore, whether it's trading one of their fourth outfielders or something. Like They need a shot in the arm in this rotation. I don't know when Di Scafani is coming back. No, no, we don't know that yet either. One other thing on this national series, and uh, you knew we would have to bring it up, and it's kind of like how Kruk always says, um, you know, uh, you, you make an error in the field 
and the ball finds you again right away. And, and, and the blowouts found the Washington Nationals because mm. the chirp, 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 chirp all last weekend, get all hot and bothered because the Giants were trying up seven to one. And, and wouldn't you know it, uh, you, you get an eight nothing game at one point on Sunday. You get a game that gets out of hand on Friday. I, I, I threw it up on Twitter right away. I'm like, hey, the Nationals are supposed to stop trying now, right? <laughs> and 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 they've got you know they bunted for hits. Mm-hmm. Were they were they were they sending a message with that? I don't know, but I really want to point this out because so many people said, boy, how are the Giants going to react when the shoes on the other foot? They're going to do exactly what we said they're going to do, which is nothing, yep. nothing. And, and uh, it, so never fun to be down, um, you know, whatever it was, 13 to four, it got mm-hmm. to be on Friday mm-hmm. night, never fun to be down, but gosh, thank you giants for making absolutely nothing out of that. And I, you know, I thought that the, the nationals ended up looking even more, you know, ridiculous and immature uh, when the shoe was on the other foot. I, I love that the Giants didn't show any emotion. They just kept playing. And I, if I'm not mistaken, they barely even referenced it in the post game. They were like, yeah, like, who cares? Like, it's what we expect them to do, you know? And so it did feel a little personal between the Nats and the Giants. And i got to be honest, I'm, I'm kind of here for it. So yeah, I, I'm, sure. I'm loving it. Here's what I will say, though. I read a very interesting article about bunting this year for the San Francisco Giants. It has been a team-wide philosophy to bunt more in general, whether the score is – a blowout or a regular game, they are going to try to put the ball in play against the shift. And so people are just going to have to get used to it. If you're going to shift like crazy, even whether you're up eight, nothing down, eight, nothing. Well, the giants are ready to, you know, bunt it down. No doubt about it. You've seen it and they've had some success with it. 